welcome to the mandatories post fight show brian is cracking up i have no idea why you're laughing already because we'll talk about what canelo alvarez said after the after the after the the fight but in the interview he just killed me and i was just thinking about what he said again and i was just starting to laugh so let's continue going on with the show. All right, well, welcome to the mandatory post-fight show. Brian is cracking up because Canelo had an epic post-fight interview, but if you like the content, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. We are going to be taking comments as well, so drop your comments throughout the show and follow us at the mandatory TKO. We're on Twitter, IG, and TikTok. That's where you can find us. Uh, but Brian, this was a dominant performance by Canelo Alvarez, and that's how the judges saw it as well. I mean, Jamel Charlo couldn't really get anything going against him in terms of rhythm. They had it scored 119, 108, one judge, and then the other two judges had it how we had it scored uh we gave two rounds to charlo and 10 rounds to canelo which is 118 109 your thoughts on this bout brian and how you saw everything kind of happen throughout this fight first of all we won our bet canelo alvarez by unanimous decision plus 125 uh got that almost had canelo alvarez to knock down jamel charlo plus 650 between rounds one and six he did it around seven um, but Canelo Alvarez, you know, it was just a classic Canelo Alvarez performance. I don't think he tired out late. That's something that we can discuss. I, I do think Jamel Charlo, one of, the, one of the two rounds I gave him was sort of in that back half. I think it was 10 or 11. One of those two, uh, I feel like was probably one of the Charlo rounds. Um, but ultimately Canelo Alvarez, it was a, a clean performance. He didn't really take a lot of damage at all. We're not going to see him again until May. So he's going to be chilling for a while. Um, and the post-fight interview was just as entertaining as the fight. And on the Jamel Charlo piece of it, um, look, mad respect, dared to be great, went up two weight classes, a little concerned now because hard to sort of move up and down in that way. Uh, 33 years old, he says he's going to go back to 154 uh, because he's undisputed in his weight class. And, you know, maybe he gets the Tim Zhu and Brian Mendoza winner, but then he said that he wants to fight Terrence Crawford, which we'll get to later. But, you know, about what I expected, Canelo Alvarez, one-sided performance, Jamel Charlo was sort of behind the eight ball there, 16-month layoff, coming up two weight classes, um, and fighting a guy that I just think was better in Canelo Alvarez. And we saw that throughout the fight, coming into this fight, so many questions, and I kind of tweeted about this. I think Canelo heard everyone talking a whole bunch of smack about, is he falling off? Is he the same Canelo? He's 33 years old, younger than Jermel Charlo, by the way, by with a couple of months, I think two months or so. And it's one of those things where I'm watching this fight and right away, it's a classic Canelo performance. And he's the one stalking Jermel Charlo in the ring. Charlo couldn't really establish a jab early on. And even when it came to work rate, I was just like, Charlo's got to let his hands go. He gave him so much respect. I get that it's Canelo Alvarez. But when you're in a boxing fight with a guy like Canelo Alvarez, you're either going to give him too much respect and lose the damn fight like how he did, or you got to go and get it and let your hands go. And Charlo did not do that. How much did that 16-month layoff have to do with that? I think it had a little bit to do with that. There was some ring rust. But all in all, I think it really just came down to the fact that Canelo outclassed him and they looked like they were in two different lanes. Mad respect, like Brian said, to a guy like Jermel Charlo because he moved up two weight classes. Like, that is a massive, massive difference, right? So it's one of those things for me where I'm just like, 
you know what? Let's give Charlo his respect because at the end of the day, he fought Canelo Alvarez. And listen, if dudes are fighting each other, these are two undisputed champions. I love that. I want to see guys fight each other. So for Charlo to even take this fight, move up two weight classes, let's give him some props there. But it turned out exactly how we thought it would turn out. And by the way, guys, keep these comments coming. Uh, I am PK. Uh, 13 says, hi guys, a friend of the show. We are going to get into all of the comments. Uh, let us know your thoughts on. Not all of them. We'll get to, yeah. we'll get to a bunch yeah. of them. Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're not going to, you know what? We'll get it. We'll get to this one just because we're not going to get to any of these again. Um, no, I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> and and uh, JFD, thank you for joining us, though. I do appreciate you, okay? Uh, we're not going to get to those type of comments. I might comment on it if I think it's funny. JFD, I thought that was funny. Uh, so keep your comments coming, guys, and uh, we're definitely going to discuss the fight. But, Brian, my biggest question now is, since we saw that fight, dominant performance by Canelo, what's next for Canelo Alvarez? We'll get to the post-fight interview because he said something. And then what do you think is going to – what do you think his path is going to be? Well, Jim Gray asked him, hey, Canelo, who are you going to fight next? When are you going to fight next? Is it going to be Cinco de Mayo? Is it going to be Benavidez? Is it going to be whoever? And then Canelo Alvarez is like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Cla- that was probably one of the best Canelo post-fight interviews ever. <laughs> You could tell he was feeling good. And he doesn't care, like, even coming into this fight. Uh, Brian sent me, like, a tweet where Canelo was like, oh, like, they're, like, the same. It doesn't matter if I was going to fight them all or Mel. Like, he knew he was good. Like, he was going to get it tonight in the ring. You know what I mean? He said the same shit. They were like, yo, do you – he was asked some form of, do you care that you're going to fight Jermel and not Jermel? Like, I don't care. They're, they're twins. They look the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, you don't give a fuck. So – and and – and look, as you told me yesterday in a personal conversation, you were like, look, as you get older, you start to not give a shit. And Canelo Alvarez is 33 and he probably doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> so I think ultimately um, Terrence Crawford's name has been floated out there. And I, I guess we can talk about this now. Um, I, I don't I don't know if I want to see Canelo Alvarez versus Terrence Crawford just because like I have a hard time wrapping my head around the weight disparity and people definitely chime in if you could see that fight but Chantel you laid out a scenario where I was like okay I could probably I could probably get around this one well for those wondering Terrence Bud Crawford fights at welterweight 147 and we know that Canelo Alvarez just fought at 168 let them meet at 160 that's a dream fight that I can get with Canelo comes down to 160 pounds uh you know which he's fought at that weight before and then we get Bud to move up to 160, and it's not him going all the way to 168 because I don't want to see Bud fight at 168. But I think at 160, this can be a dream fight that we can look forward to, and it's going to be the biggest fight that we will ever see in this era. Like we said that about Bud and Spence, but if Canelo and Bud fought, that would be the biggest fight in like two decades, would it not? Probably. Um, by the way, this was Canelo Alvarez's 60th win. Like, I... I can't remember the last time somebody got to 60 wins and still is like at, at the end of their peak, but still in their peak. Because I would say Canelo Alvarez is still like he I don't know how much longer he's going to be like this level, but he's still at that level. Right. Still that dude. And I'm looking up right now to see when was the last time he actually fought at middleweight because it's been a while. Yeah, and this is minute. why this is why I don't think this fight's going to happen ultimately, because 
Danny Jacobs is, I think, the last time. That was in 2019. So actually a little bit more recent than I thought, but still. He's had a lot of fights since then because after Danny Jacobs, he went up to light heavyweight and fought Sergey Kovalev. <laughs> yeah, not the same Kovalev, uh, you know, back in the day, but uh, Canelo with yeah, a very post Andre Ward, post Andre Ward, uh, Kovalev. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you could do that, then fine. But I, I'd rather see Canelo Alvarez fight David Benavidez. Now it's been either rumored or not. I don't think it's been formally announced yet, but it's been rumored, reported that David Benavidez is actually supposed to fight Demetrius Bubu Andrade in November. Uh, and on that same card, Jamal Charlo is supposed to fight Jose Benavidez, not David Benavidez, different guy. Jose Benavidez was stopped by Terrence Crawford some years ago, lost to Danny Garcia last year. So good, but not David Benavidez. But he was um, supposed to be, remember, and then he got shot. He was supposed to be like David Benavidez. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, come on. He went through some stuff. He was supposed to be that guy. I there just was wasn't, a lot I, of I wasn't expecting that to get blunt there. I made the face of the meme, like, I forget the dude's hey, name he, from that show, a, but like. They did a whole, like, package. Like, when you're in media, they call those packages when you see, like, those stories that come about the fighters when you're watching, like, the pay-per-views. They did a whole package on Jose Benavidez and, like, what he went through. And listen, he was in Creed. Like, he's living life, right? <laughs> like, he, he was for, in Creed 3. You didn't even see Creed 3, so you don't watch movies no right? i like, haven't wa i haven't watched creed. Okay. i saw i saw creed one uh i haven't seen two or three for whatever reason and i heard that the video game that came out for the movie is whack but like look that's supposed to happen so david menavidez if you win that fight against demetrius andrade in november yes that's the leading candidate for me uh david benavidez versus canelo alvarez in may sick with my weekend i think that's the best opponent that canelo alvarez could have right now uh in his weight class for me, going back to the whole Bud Crawford conversation, of course, if I could get Bud Crawford and Canelo Alvarez, that's like a dream fight. If they could do that 160, I'd be with it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's one of those things that fans just might want to see, but it would be the biggest moneymaker for them. Like they Crawford make... is crazy enough to go up to 168 and do He's it. He's not but scared. I... He's I know, scared. but like, yeah. let's, I, I just, I'm like, dude, like, it's like people talking about Naya Inouye versus Javante Davis. And it's like, I, realistically, and it's a testament to how good Crawford and Inouye are that it's like, yo, what if they came up like a million weight classes to fight, you know, the best guy in that? And it's like, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that makes a lot of sense. But listen, I'll watch the shit out of it. I'm just going to be like, man, is Terrence Crawford really going to be able to hurt somebody at 168? Yeah, I know. Uh, I think 160 is more reasonable. And by the way, guys, keep the comments coming. Uh, we are going to get to your comments in just a moment uh, as we run through what happened with this fight. But yeah, I want to see him against David Benavides. I need to see him against David Benavides. And here's the thing. I think we need to really start putting more respect on Canelo Alvarez's name after this performance against an undisputed champion. Because I think for a very long time after he lost for, for to Bevel, people were just saying, you know what, Canelo's done. Like that was kind of the conversation. He loses to Bevel, but remember, he's moving up in weight. And like people are thinking he's going to like clean out weight classes, right? Remember, there was even a time where people were like, you know what? What if he moves up and fights a guy like, was it better be a, <laughs> it was like, it was like crazy. Like we thought Canelo was moving up, but for him to dominate against an undisputed champion, I know he's an undisputed champion in a different weight class, but this was a fight 
where everyone was saying, listen, I even at one point I was one of those people that was like, yo, is Canelo ducking Charlo? Like, is he ducking the Charlo brothers? Like that was a narrative for a guy like Canelo. Then he puts on this masterclass performance. So I think the Bud Crawford fight next for Canelo, that's like a dream fight. I don't see it happening if they fight at 160. I'm with it. But the fight that we all want to see is Canelo Alvarez and David Benavidez. And this would be a great fight. You know how much I love Mexican fighters. You're talking about Canelo from Mexico. And then you're talking about David Benavidez, a Mexican-American. Like just that alone makes it a crazy fight, right? And we're talking two generations, essentially. Um, You know, I think that's a blockbuster fight. I think they could do it Cinco de Mayo weekend and it would be insane right? It's, I'm telling you, it would be absolutely insane. So let us know who you think Canelo Alvarez should fight next, who you would like to see him fight next. I think that's the next fight to make. And I think once Canelo, if he was to fight David Benavidez, and you guys can comment on this, if he was to beat David Benavidez, mm. then it's He'll like, be the what else? He'll he will. He that. definitely will. But I think David Benavidez definitely has a chance um, mm-hmm. to beat Canelo. I think I might put money on him, even though Canelo just won. And I'm like, let's give him more props. And I'm like, yeah, I might take David. I just think it's a great matchup um, stylistically as well. And I just think, though, if he does end up getting that David Benavidez fight, beats David Benavidez, like what else can you say about Canelo other yep. than him arguably being one of the best boxers we've ever seen? I'll also say that. If David Benavides beats Demetrius Andrade, because that's not a layup either. No. You know? And then if Andrade, because Andrade's good enough to beat David Benavides, we've been waiting how long for Demetrius Andrade to have a big fight, a meaningful fight, and he's finally got one. Um, He's well into his 30s at this point. I think he's 35 at this point, but finally got one. Um, And if he beats David Benavides... I'd see Canelo and Demetrius Andrade because then Demetrius Andrade will be having a different conversation with him. So I'm curious to see what the betting line is going to be for that also. Um, Before we get into the Jamel Charlo piece of this uh, a little bit more in depth, let's actually get to a couple of comments uh, as it relates to this particular topic. Uh, McPerver says Benavidez can hurt Ginger. (laughs) And we know that uh, the name, first of all, is great. Um, And then Ginger is Canelo (laughs) Alvarez. Um, I think Benavidez could hurt, I'll call him Canelo. I think Benavidez could hurt Canelo Alvarez. And, uh, I, that's why I want to see that fight. I think Benavidez is actually somebody who, again, I've said it many times on the show, has the profile to at least push somebody like Canelo Alvarez because he's so big, because he's physical, because he's strong, because he's also fast at that size and is natural at 168, right? He's not one of these guys who's moved up in weight. I think he can really challenge Canelo at this point of his career. Yeah, I think the size differential for me would be one of the biggest factors. And we know how much power a guy like David Benavides uh, possesses as well. Let's go to ace underscore 317. Charlo fought a horrible fight, and Canelo proved that he was not right the last two fights. Yeah, you know, that's true. Canelo came out and put on a masterclass performance where I'm like, man, why were we ever questioning him? And Charlo fought scared, in my opinion. Like, he looked scared at times that he didn't want to get countered. I would um, be There were some too. moments, though. Yeah, but there were some <laughs> moments in that fight where he did. Remember, I was saying, like, he has to throw the double, triple jab. And the left hook landed a couple of times. He got through the guard. And I was like, why aren't you doing more of that? Yeah, but, you know, the thing Canelo does is, like, He'll, he'll throw a looping right hand and then come back with a left hook as 
you're trying to roll under the right hand. And then he'll just boom. As soon as you roll, you're getting hit right to the body or the face. And then he'll do it with his jab also. You slip his jab, there's an uppercut waiting for you as soon as you slip. He's, it's like he's he's ten, he's like two steps ahead of your defense all the mm-hmm. time, right? Like you block his right hand, he's got a left coming. Like this is what was happening to him. And he, I, I used to think arm punches were stupid, but he actually beats the shit out of your arms because then by the time you get to round seven, round eight, you're like, fuck, I don't want to block anymore, man. I just want to move around. Remember what Beagle said? Remember like Beagle, Beagle said he couldn't move his whole arm for like the longest time? <laughs> It was just bruised because Beeble was just like taking all those shots. Uh, cool, Ken, a friend of the show. Ken, thanks for rocking with us. Uh, that was brutal to watch. Yes, I agree. Uh, we're gonna go to <laughs> we're gonna go to Nerd, uh, also a friend of the show. Uh, Canelo treated Charlo like the step redheaded child, redheaded child. So Canelo redheaded, Charlo- red-headed stepchild is what Nerd meant. Um, yeah. And there's a pun in there because Canelo is a ginger, as somebody pointed out earlier. Um, Joseph N. <laughs> Canelo went to difference to distance rather with the blown up 154 pounder. Now, I do think this is interesting just because, um, I think Canelo's gonna get some credit for this performance. But if you're a detractor of his, of which he has many because of the level that he's been to, you're gonna say Canelo Alvarez beat uh, a 154 pounder by decision who's coming off a 16 month layoff also. Right. Um, so I think, I think so that's negative. why <laughs> You're so negative. That's what, think, the, that's what the haters will say about Canelo. When, when but I, 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 that's why I want to see him fight David Benavidez. I think if you're talking about who's going to push Canelo the most at this stage of his career, who is the single best challenge for him in boxing? It's, and I'll be fair to Demetrius Andrade. It's whoever wins the fight between David Benavidez and Demetrius Andrade. In November, well, tentatively in November. Yeah, um, this is a good one from Nerd. Nerd always bringing the heat. If people think Crawford can f with Canelo, then let's get it done. Easy leg. It depends on what weight class it is. That's Terrence what I read. Terence Crawford will do it at heavyweight. He don't give a shit. You know, what I, mean? I promise uh, you, Terence Crawford thinks he could bo- outbox Anthony Joshua. He probably can. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like that one because I know you're not the biggest AJ <laughs> fan. Um, I'll let Brian answer. I Brian answer this one because yes, you have to redeem yourself. Chantel, are you Dominican? She is not Dominican. Who uh, would I? Uh, Fijian. <laughs> Fijian. Okay, one, one time Brian came on here and said that I my my race was Canadian. That's not what and I said. I they asked no. what I was, and you're like, oh no, Chantel's Chantel's not. I didn't Mexican. say your She's race. That, the whole sentence was you. your That's race. What he asked you. Your race was Canadian is not what I said. But pretty much, like, if someone asked you what you were, I wouldn't be like, oh, Brian's American. You know no. what I mean? That's no, that that's what you did to me. So, well, uh, I no. mean, I mean, look, it depends. Like, if I'm in Europe, like, they, they'll ask me. Oh, like, yeah. You know, no, like they, they'll just know. They'll just know that you're American. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but, um, okay. Anyways, let's move on now to um, Jermel Charlo. Quickly, what yes. is next to him? What is next for him now that he took this L against Canelo? And listen, it wasn't a good performance. No, but he says he's he'll fight Terrence Crawford. Like it, like J- Jim Gray tried to bring up Tim Zhu, tried to bring up Brian Mendoza, and like 
you know, the other guys in the 154-pound division, uh, Erickson Lubin got a shocking decision. Oh, my. Over, that was terrible. That was uh, rob- Ramos. robbery in broad daylight. <sighs> I got to watch that again. But, um, yeah, we both had uh, Jesus Ramos winning that fight. Most people did. But uh, Shakur Stevenson did not because, well, Erickson Lubin kind of fought that fight like Shakur Stevenson would, except I don't think he did it as well as Shakur Stevenson would. But anyway, um, and Jamel Charlo basically said, I'll fight Terrence Crawford. I'll go back down to 154, fight Terrence Crawford. And he said he'll go back down to 154, which point number one, a little nervous about that, given that he's already moved up two weight classes to come back down. It's hard. Kell Brook tried to do it. Wasn't the same again. Was not the same again after that. And I brought that up heading into this fight because Kell Brook, if you remember, we're supposed to get Kell Brook versus Amir Khan. We were yeah. supposed to get Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez. And then it was like, no, Kell Brook is going to actually move up from welterweight to middleweight to fight Gennady Golovkin. And then Amir Khan did the same thing to fight Canelo Alvarez, though that was a catchweight. Both those guys got knocked out. And both of them were never the same again. So I think Jamel Charlo, um, he's going to be a big underdog against Terrence Crawford, probably as much as he was here. This was minus 400 for Canelo Alvarez to win. About minus 500 by the time uh, the line closed. It was around there at least. And yeah, I think Terrence Crawford is going to beat Jamel Charlo um, if they fought just because he's better. But he has to fight Errol Spence first because they're working out a rematch there. And that might be at welterweight. So Terrence Crawford will win that again. And depending on how that fight goes, let's keep it real here. Like if Spence, like, like, like I know Spence got dominated by Bud, but let's just say, right, hypothetically, if Spence won that fight, they would have a trilogy fight. Trilogy, yeah. Um, but going back to Jermel Charlo saying that he wants to fight uh, Terrence Crawford, listen, I think Bud would knock him out. And I think he's only saying that he wants to fight Terrence Bud Crawford because it's the bigger moneymaker. Because let's go over to Ace underscore 317. Mel should fight Tim Zhu uh, before Charlo just to see um, – if he's ready for Crawford, right? Um, I think he's saying he should fight uh, Tim Zhu uh, first before, you know, he does fight. We got uh, you, Ace. It's all good. Typos happen. It's 1 a.m. on the East, past 1 a.m. on the East Coast. I'm trying and to get listen, to that. And listen, I'm, really I'm, 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 reading, I'm reading the typo, so who cares? Uh, listen, yeah. uh, <laughs> this is why you should always read the comment before. But nonetheless, um, I think the fight with him and Tim Zhu would be a big fight to, like, boxing nerds. But the blockbuster fight would definitely be Jermel Charlo and Terrence Ben Crawford. So he's thinking money, right? Because let's go to Lionel's comment right now. This is a really good comment. Charlo kind of cashed out his career. Him moving back down to 154 will compromise him. No real options but to lose to the top guys. I kind of agree with that. Thank you, Lionel. Yeah, that's a great comment. I'm not going to refer to Jermel Charlo as essentially a gatekeeper at this point of his career. Um, I'll say this. If he doesn't fight Terrence Crawford next, because Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence, that rematch realistically is not happening until early next year. So if Jermel Charlo is going to stay busy, which he hasn't lately, which is partially why he fought the way he fought, I think. But if he's going to stay busy leading into that potential fight with Terrence Crawford, you would figure that he has to fight again in the meantime. So the Tim Zhu, Brian Mendoza winner would probably make sense. That fight is coming up next month. I don't think Jermel Charlo is going to automatically just beat Tim Zhu, though. Like, that's that's not that's not a walkover, right? Or no. Brian Mendoza either. If Brian Mendoza were to catch him, like, I don't even think that fight, that fight is a pretty close fight for me. I think Tim Zhu should win it, but Brian Mendoza knocked out Sebastian Fundora. So, yo, can I, can I be real? I think if Brian Mendoza fought Jermel Charlo, I think that would be a close fight, too. 
Listen, Jermel Charlo, good as he is, successful as he's been, he's given up rounds to like John Jackson and uh, Brian Castaño, who some people thought Castaño should have won that first fight. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, and then he redeemed himself with a knockout, but the first fight was a draw. Jermel Charlo had, uh, you know, he lost rounds to like other sort of inferior fighters. So I didn't think that Canelo was going to have a, a a very difficult time figuring him out, so to speak. Um, so I wonder what's going to happen if Jermel Charlo fights one of these guys. Because Tim Zhu Tim might be underrated at this point, you know, if we're being honest. Yeah, and I think it's just because um, he's an Australian guy. Um, you know, not a lot of people, casual boxing fans talk about Tim Zhu, but Tim Zhu, Tim Zhu gets busy, uh, just like his dad. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you're just thinking like what that fight could be. And I think that's the fight to make if I'm Jermel, if I'm coming back down, but I think at just this the winner point, of that fight first and then, but here, but here's the yeah. thing. It's like, if I'm Jermel, I just fought Canelo and I lost, right. I'm already undisputed at 154 pounds. I could fight Terrence but Crawford, make my another big payday, call it a career. Leave on your own terms, like Andre Ward. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's get to the comments. Did you have anything on that though? You laughed at at, at me saying that. I, I, I yeah, but like I mean, shit, get a win somewhere, right on the way out. <laughs> you know what though? Like you know, like get a win gonna, somewhere. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'd want to. I don't know, man. He'd make a lot of bread. Like the Mel, yeah, sure. and he could just retire. Uh, going over to uh, Joseph N. Ugas should honestly retire. Yeah, he looked done. Mm. I agree, Joseph. Right? Uh, that's a tough. One. Me and me and your Dennis Ugas follow each other on Twitter. Um, look, I like Ugas, and I thought he would win that fight. And then after round one, I bet on Mario Barrios by decision plus two seventy five live. Um, and ultimately Mario Barrios. That that was that was an unexpectedly great great performance for mario barrios right um still don't know why that fight was for an interim title at welterweight (laughs) and if terrence crawford vacates he would then become champion but hey i mean shout out to mario barrios i am looking forward to his next fight i don't think it's going to be against terrence crawford or whomever you could talk me into mario barrios versus jaron ennis yeah i I wouldn't mind seeing i wouldn't mind seeing that fight i definitely would watch that fight i think Uh, Ennis will win to be clear but still I think Mario Barrios would, uh, that'd be a good fight though. I think he'd give him some problems maybe, right? We've yeah. seen, we saw, uh, Jerron Ennis, uh, struggle against Karen Chukazan, right? So, I mean, it wasn't his best performance. He didn't knock him out. Well, uh, Karen, I am Karen wasn't throwing punches in that fight. So let's be fair to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am PK 13. I think that both Charlo brothers are done as top fighters. I'm expecting them both to lose their next fights against top fighters that's a pretty wild statement but he's coming off a layoff too maul's layoff is crazy long like one was I don't, I don't even remember the last time he fought like i can't remember like watching a mall fight so <laughs> that's that that's and i think he's the, and i think he's the better twin <laughs> yeah yeah me and Abraham, brian and i always fight about that i always said mel was uh the better twin but it's just because mall like they're not as active uh, great fighters, though, the Charlo brothers. Uh, going over to King, because I think uh, some people feel this. I lost money. I hate my life. How much did you King, what did you bet? King, what did you bet? I hope you didn't bet too much. This is why I tell people, like, even though even though I had a strong inkling, Canelo Alvarez would win this fight by unanimous decision, plus 125, like we said at the top of the show and earlier this week. 
did not bet too much money on it because like I one, I hate losing money, and two, you never know what could happen, especially in this sport. You just never know what could happen sometimes, even though it seems like it might be predictable. If I had like endless amounts of like bread though, I would like bet crazy. I'd be no, like, I'd still drink. be cheap. I'd still be I cheap. would be doing Drake bets. I would be doing Drake bets because <laughs> even now I, I I bet like ridiculously, right? Like sometimes I can be a degenerate when I bet. Um, not like Drake. I don't have that type I could be a degenerate when long. I could be a degenerate when I bet in terms of like wait, you're betting on Mexican basketball. I've done that before. I've bet on like no Leonis and whatever, like yeah, I've done that. But like not but I'm only putting like a few dollars on it, but whatever, it's fine. No, no, I'm saying a degenerate because I'll just like be gambling like endless amounts of money. Um, what did what did King say right here? Barrios deserved that win. He did. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree. Yeah, we're about to wrap this up. Uh, any other comments to take us out? Uh, is there anything that we should touch on before we leave here, uh, Chantel? Uh, given that, I mean, look, it, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting card, and ultimately a one-sided mega fight. And we honestly don't have another fight of this magnitude for a while. We have Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou at the end of October, but I'm gonna be away during that week. Uh, because of a wedding for a family member of mine. Um, so I'm not going to be there for that one. But we do have, IMPK leads us there, Usyk Fury, which, woo, I hope that happens this year. One of the rumored dates is December 23rd. Another one is like early next year. I feel like it'll be early next year because boxing is boxing. But we are going to talk about this actually more in depth probably this week. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is the last fight of this magnitude for probably until, yeah, Usyk versus Fury, I would say. Uh, uh, no, Chantel Regis Cameron, and Haney. Chantel Cameron and uh, Katie Taylor have a rematch coming up, which is in Ireland. And I think Katie Taylor is going to be the underdog for that one. And yeah, Devin Haney versus Regis Progray. Although I think, I think that might stay in boxing. I hope it, I hope it's a mainstream fight, right? That's kind of what I'm getting at. I am I the only one? Be. Am I the only one that thinks that's a mainstream fight? Like I think that's Nothing. a massive fight. How, ma how many of your friends who casually casually watch boxing, like they'll watch the big fights, have heard of Regis Progray? Realistically, right? Not none like, of them. Like uh, mine either, which is annoying because it's like, yo, this dude's really yeah. good and he's high level, whatever. Like not you know. even Regis, but I just I, the the magnitude of Progray and Haney is like massive to me. Like, yeah. I think that's, like, crazy big fight. And I think if you're not watching that fight, you're an idiot. Like, that's going to be a great fight. I want, I wonder how much that fight is going to emerge from the sort of boxing bubble. Like, this fight, everyone's talking about Canelo fighting. Everyone talks about Canelo fighting when he fights. Yo, you Everyone know what I do like, Everyone was talking about Tank versus Ryan, Terrence Crawford versus yeah. Errol Spence. They'll talk about Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. There's another big fight that we oh Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko. That was another one. That was I don't massive. know if the, I don't know if this is going to be that. I think it had a better chance if it was going to be on ESPN. We'll see how it does because it's going to be on the zone, and I think it's going to be on the zone pay per view. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like the promos for it already. Like I thought it was pretty dope. I posted it and I was like, oh, this is a pretty good trailer. I do want to say though. Um, let's go back. Did we not talk to Ace? Did you miss our conversation about this? Should Crawford fight Canelo or Charlo next? I think Crawford <laughs> should fight Charlo next. Charlo, I think, all day. Yeah, because I think that's the easier fight to make because I think with Canelo, like, is Canelo going to go back down? Like, they would have to meet at a certain weight at 160 or something. And I just want to say, like, Canelo is very choosy with that because remember when, like, 
before Triple G and Canelo even happened, there was a discussion about weight. What weight class were they going to fight at? Like, that was one of the biggest things and why that fight took forever to happen. Because we were waiting Canelo for was it. fighting catch weights when he was the middleweight champion also. Yeah. He did it with Cotto. He did it with uh, Amir Khan, as I just mentioned. So he was doing that for a while, too. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. Um, but yeah, I feel like going back to Devin Haney and Progre, I just want to say, massive fight if you're not watching that. Um, it is, it is. You don't like boxing. You don't like boxing then if, if you don't think that fight is dope. But uh, before we get up out of here, any final thoughts? If you've been rocking with the mandatory, thank you so much. We see a lot of the you know, friends that hop in on this chat. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we got our regulars on here, some new people, uh, but thank you so much for rocking with us. If you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube and make sure to follow us at the mandatory TKO. Um, any final thoughts, Brian, before we get up and out of here? Feel free to send donations. Um, Ace 317 <laughs> has one more comment before we get out of here. I personally feel that... Crawford would beat Canelo. Ah, oh, I don't. I just. I just. I just can't. Like, I don't what know. Class. What I don't class? know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think Terrence Crawford could beat just about anybody. Like, there are legitimately some heavyweights that I'm sure he could whoop their ass. But Canelo's Canelo, right? And it's a tw it's a 21 pound weight advantage. Like, Canelo Alvarez, when he was a super welterweight, was rehydrating to like 190. Right, like, <laughs> like even tonight he looked big. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, Ter and Terrence Crawford, he said that making welterweight is challenging for him at this point. That could also be age. Um, IMPK actually leads me right into where I'm going. It's like, what do you think? What do you think Crawford's walk around weight is? It's, I don't think it's that close to Canelo Alvarez's. <laughs> I think walking around. Walking around, they got to be at least 20 pounds apart. At least. I think he's like 165. Crawford walking around, probably. I would say somewhere in the 160s. Yeah. That's, like that's, that seems right to me. Canelo Alvarez fought at 168. <laughs> he, might even, yeah, he might even be a little bit lower than that. I'm just thinking because like when Iverson was playing, he was like 6'1", 165. How tall is Bud? Bud's not that tall. Bud's not 6'1". But different, different sports, look, obviously. We finally got a hater. Crawford can be the heavyweight. Do I look serious right now? Do I look serious while I'm saying that shit? I'm sure I'm, there probably are heavyweights he could beat. They'll be like cans, though. You know what I'm saying? Not like yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying Terrence Crawford is gonna beat Deontay Wilder, idiot. We're just Joe, <laughs> Joe Joe Toes. We appreciate your comment. I just want to say though that we joke around a lot here. All right. Yeah, so when I clearly. said that Bud could knock out AJ. Listen, I think Bud could knock on anybody, <laughs> but um, no, come on, let's, let's keep it real here. Also, yeah. uh, this is kind of an interesting point that I wanted to make before we get up out of here. Uh, Derek James just uh, took an L because of Spence losing, and he just took another L with Mel, not to say anything, but he was trainer of the year. But still, his his like camp is crazy. Cool, Ken. You got Ryan Garcia now. Ryan Garcia's fight is allegedly going to be announced this week, this coming week. His next fight. I wonder we'll probably if it's before talk, the end of the we'll, year. I, we'll actually probably talk about that. Um, because Ryan Garcia is one of these dudes, like any fight he has, it's gonna be a big deal. I'm sure that this is gonna be kind of a a welcome back fight because you know you got TKO'd by Javante Davis, and some people think that you quit, and he's probably gonna look sensational. It's probably gonna be a nice showcase fight, and then he'll be on to the next. 
Yeah. Um, but just want to say thank you to everyone that hopped on the post. Even you, Joe Toes, appreciate it. Yeah. If you don't want to come back next time, though, Joe Toes is I. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Thank yeah, you, Joe. Playing. We appreciate it. We're, we, like I said, we joke around on this show. Otherwise, it wouldn't be fun. Uh, thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Leave your comments. Uh, you can also hit us up on our social media channels. We're at the Mandatory TKO. Uh, Brian, I'm going to ask you one more time. Final thoughts before we get up out of here. Uh, I hope Jamel Charlo um, fights Terrence Crawford next, but I hope he gets a win before that is what I'll say. Um, I think we got to start putting more respect on Canelo's name and we should just shut up about him falling off because he looked like classic Canelo masterclass performance. I know I'm not going to say anything anymore uh, unless I maybe see him falling off a bit, but Ace wants more fight. lives. Ace wants more lives. So listen, we like doing lives. Um, we'll do it if enough people ask for it and or donate. We will do more lives. I don't know about next week, but you know, we'll do more lives. Your boy is moving this week, so it's gonna be a little hectic. But yeah. Yeah. Congrats to Brian on moving and uh thanks for everyone rocking with the show. We appreciate you. Leave your comments, follow us at the mandatory TKO. And if you want to support the show, donate some bread. We would appreciate it. Thanks so much. Good night. Good night, guys.